0: Let's see. Another topic I wanted to talk about was just kind of the state of podcasts in general. I, I've been seeing a lot of a lot of beef going on with podcast versus podcasts or podcast versus radio show. We've been having a lot of what and Zamero quote as "buttermilk drama, bisquick bandit." What did he call it? <laughs> Beige rage. Beige rage. <laughs> so I don't know if y'all realize this, but man, the Breakfast Club is kind of dying. What leg did they ever really have to stand on? Their leg was the guests. I never wanted to listen to just them.
1: Huh, yeah, okay. So, because, yeah, it's not like a typical podcast where it's
0: just... At all. But the thing is, even Mm -hmm. if you compare it to podcasts, you can compare it to earlier radio shows. Think about what you grew up on. We grew up on what? Russ Parr. I loved to listen to them motherfuckers just go off. Donnie Simpson. Donnie Simpson. So personalities that actually had personalities that would have conversations, and would have segments. These people were, you know, I mean, whatever the state of the podcast is now, they were doing that back then. Breakfast Club was never doing that. Breakfast Club was just doing interviews. Right. You know? I mean, yeah, they hit a point where their camaraderie was good, but they never had, like, that jokingly, just them three... Popping off with the with the with the with the with, the, with the charisma yeah, and all in, that.
1: Even in New York, you're talking about Angie Martinez. You got Angie Martinez yeah.
0: rocking solo. Yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Rocking solo. I would love to listen to Angie Martinez by herself. She don't need a guest. Nope. You know, they don't have his. it Angie like that. and That's three yeah. people versus yeah. one. So the Breakfast Club is really kind of dying. Yes, they are still technically numbers wise, they are the biggest. But this new era of of, of, of podcast is starting to flush them out. They're gonna. I don't. I don't see around in like 2020 2021 something like that especially with what's been going on with them beefing you know what they're you know what i honestly see because if you guys don't know recently the breakfast club had Jesus and Miro they had them on because dj envy wanted to air out miro and Jesus for talking shit about his wife when they went on the view to talk about their personal drama which honestly was envy's mistake from the beginning you know you didn't have to do that like Everybody know what's going on, you know what I'm saying? He was clearly suckered into that by his wife, if you ask me. Yeah. But, you know, you don't... You, I mean, you, know, you didn't need to do that. But the thing is, though, if you the fact that you did that... Bruh, you just put your ass on the tee, you know what I'm saying? For somebody to crack at it. Like, come on, now. You this got is, no one? You are, Yeah, how do you think nobody's going to take a shot at you? In this era? You, of course, of course we're going to talk shit about you. But I noticed that what the Breakfast Club did, and I, kinda, I, think, I think the Joe Budden podcast kind of talked about this, the Breakfast Club brought those people on because... They're kind of, Breakfast Club's kind of losing steam, and they know Decent's Merrill, Decent's Merrill is hot. They hot. Like, Stuka Orchard Yeah. They brought them dudes on, you know what I'm saying, to kind of boost their own numbers a little bit, you know, because they, they know that they're kind of treading water a little the bit. Views more. wise, is definitely one of their, you know,
2: like you said, though, top they, hitters. their success is. They're guests. They're guests. That's that's what it is. And that means you have nothing.
0: If you if you can't rock with the people that are on your show normally, you don't have a sh you don't got nothing. You don't got much.
2: Yeah. Seriously, because most most of not all, but most of my favorite uh Diesel Amaro uh clips is just the two of them. Just them talking just just the shit. Them. Yeah, just the two Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. You know, yeah, they got they got they got some hitters with, with guests, but like most yeah. of my favorites are like the ones that I that like initially come to mind is just the two of them. Like, There's no bre- drop off when
0: they have a guest but they're perfectly fine Yeah,
2: exactly because when you think about the Breakfast Club like I, I really can't think of nothing off the top of my head where I'm like yo, you remember that moment when you know, Charlemagne said this and Envy was like this or motherfucking Yee said this Not, not nah, when the guest just, was on Yeah, it's yep. like oh, yo, when Birdman was on that motherfucker, when motherfucking uh, Hamagachi 62 rainbow was on that motherfucker. Yeah. You know, it's like when, when they got somebody on, that's when they're on. But when, you know, cause then Charlamagne want to be motherfucking ignorant, especially when it's like a hot chick or some shit. He yeah. want to talk about eating ass or some shit like that. And then, you know, he's all like, Oh my God, like, I can't believe he being like that. And then motherfucking envy. He tried to play me. Yo, he's not a good mediator. <laughs> envy. <laughs> My opinion on this whole... It's because it's really... It's not the whole Breakfast Club. It's really Indy versus uh Amaro. Amaro. My opinion on that is... I, I really don't have a view as to whether he was sucking into it by his wife or nothing like that. I just... I, I do agree that, like, okay, airing your shit out like that, you're putting the target on your back. Mm-hmm. So when other motherfuckers say whatever the fuck motherfuckers say about what you said, you can't be but so upset because you fucking said it. You gave us that invitation into your motherfucking life... That's why we saying shit. That's why we having this conversation right the fuck now. We you know what I mean? Beforehand, exactly. No one really cared beforehand. No one gave a fuck. But you went out there on national motherfucking television and said what the fuck you said, and then you want to get upset because two people whose job, literal job, is to talk, talk shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you want to get upset because like, okay, well, you know, I will respect. To be honest with you, because they played the clip, I didn't even know about the shit because um, I didn't see that particular episode, but I didn't know about the shit. Before they went on to Breakfast Club. And then they played the clip. And I'm listening to it. I rewound and I listened to it again because I actually played it a couple of times. I listened to it again. I'm like, what did they say that was... That was that scathing. ...was that bad. Like, okay, I, I get what I'm saying if Envy listened to it, like, motherfucker, for real. But then I'm gonna go to sleep that night, I might fuck my wife that night, and I'm gonna wake up the next morning, like, whatever. Because your life is still the same. Exactly. I may get on the show the next morning, be like, yo, man, these cats said blah, 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 but please believe it's not gonna take up no more than five minutes of airtime. I damn sure I'm not gonna have these yep. motherfuckers come up on the show just to talk shit. Yep. And if it bothers me as Envy that motherfucking bad and I got a way to contact these niggas... I'm going to reach out like, hey, look, man. I ain't appreciate that shit for this, that, and the third reason. Yep. I'm not going to try and buck off all tough on the motherfucking air. Even you soft as motherfucking wet toilet paper, nigga. Man, even listening to that that's fucking interview.
0: That's why I was come a bad on, man. Right.
2: Even listening to the interview, like, you I would, trying to... Come on, I man. would
0: think that if you really had a girl that was a rider like that, she would not set you up. Because you know, he knew way. that if he didn't speak up about it, it would be trouble at home. You know what oh, I'm saying? He wouldn't, he wouldn't get no buns, you know? So, I mean, that's clearly what he was trying to protect. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's a goddamn shame, man. I mean, if y'all had somebody that looked like you know his wife would would y'all step out of character to defend your wife of how many years they've been together? They've been together since high school? I don't know. So, like,
1: I guess I would be the one closest to that situation because I've been with my wife now for X of years. School. They've been at- and, we, and yes, yeah, so we've been in each other's life since high school. The fact that you did it on a public forum, I know, for my you know for my situation. My wife would know that that's just for show. Mm. Like you said, Nift, as a man, you have a way to contact these people. You know, it's you just don't gotta be on the air, and that's what made it
0: seem like it was being all on for the, the air. It's
1: the same thing when you do some punk shit, like through text or something. Call a person, you know, face to face. Y'all handle it straight up because honestly, that's what it'll he did. Squashed. That's what he did. He, he texts a, a really important issue. You know, what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying that to me. That's what he did. He's forty. Yeah, he's 40, he's 40. 40 40-ish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're about from the same era, you know. Myself, I'm about from the same situation. His wife, right, similar as well, probably same. Obviously, they went to high school together, Mm -hmm. same as my wife for about the same age. We come from a different, you know, from this pre-social media, pre-texting era where... Cut from a different cloth, so it's like, why do you
0: have to go the route of the clickbait? Right. And so, like you said, she set him up. That's why I said breakfast club's falling off. They are doing whatever they can do to tread water at this point. Because they, if it, They knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, whoever was, manages them knew this was going to happen.
0: I was actually listening to the brilliant idiots not too long after that shit happened. And in the middle of the conversation, Sean O'Reilly pulled his phone out. He's like, yeah, Envy just texted me talk about, you all know, I'm number one trending on Twitter. And I'm like, okay, this was a mission, you know, because yeah, I see some shit falling off a little bit. And,
2: but is everybody in on it? Because why would Charlamagne say that? Maybe Charlamagne is in on it. But I, why would he say that out loud though? That's like exposing the plot. You know what I mean? Don't matter. We. I mean, in the I world mean, today the, the, don't the, the, matter. The plot, the plot is
0: still the plot. Yeah, he yeah. probably messed up by saying that on the podcast, but he definitely straight up said it. I'm like, say okay, so. I don't so. was this envy just trying to get the numbers? Deez Namsamero's is hotter than fucking Breakfast Club right now. Oh fuck yeah. So
2: yeah. And even the aftermath of all that shit is is going in is Namsamero's favor. Like real talk. Mm-hmm. Numbers are not. The shit is going in it's going and Of to course you know they're gonna, gonna
0: take full face. advantage they took oh, yeah. full advantage of that shit. Hell yeah. The night of. <laughs> oh. So yeah, and straight baked that man. I'm talking they roasted the fuck out of him. I don't think that it's I don't think that it's worth the slander just for the just for the numbers. I, mean, I don't think it's worth that bullshit. You know what I'm to,
1: saying? To some people it is.
2: It's like, do they have to come up with the gimmick? Agree. In That's order to be is successful. Right. Is everything around hip-hop culture gimmicky now? In, not everything, but is is, 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 is is that the easiest path to success or to the revival of success to have a gimmick it of some sort? It
1: definitely overlaps into many areas now. That's
2: you know what's going to have
0: to happen? We're just going to have to kind of wait it out for another eight years. Let's see who's still standing. You know what I'm saying? Not because... These people that are chasing the clickbait, they're not. They're not chasing longevity. And this kind of goes back to the original conversation we had with the engineer earlier today. You know, he was basically just talking about longevity. What will sustain you? Yeah. No one these days that we've been talking about on this episode are focusing on what will sustain them for the long haul.
2: They don't care. They don't give a fuck looking. right now. It's funny. My, my class, when I graduated from high school, our class motto was look beyond the immediate and then hip-hop culture started nice, like a couple nice. years after that you know it's like they did this this crazy screech and all of a sudden these cats are looking at what can i get right now like mm-hmm. i listen to people on the radio and or or you know streaming or whatever the fuck, uh series says i should be listening to i'm like these cats don't have any staying power and you can hear it in the song like you're not building for something you're not building for something. And they just care about what I'm doing right now. And even if what you're doing right now is giving you great numbers, what are you doing that's going to help your fans want to stay there for you? I remember the days when a new album would come out, and I was so excited. Like, yes, oh my God, I'm so glad that this person came out with the album. I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this for X number of months, X number of years. This is the greatest thing right now. You know, And you didn't know if it was going to be garbage. You not know if it was going to be another classic. You didn't know what the fuck it was going to be, but you still had that excitement. And, of course, this goes into the whole motherfucking tearing the rap off the CD. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't have that no more. And actually, nah. believe it or not, I do believe that part of that is because we don't get the touch anymore. Everything is... Uh, Nothing's tangible anymore. It's a swipe. It's a swipe. Nothing's tangible. You're not touching anything anymore. You're not. You don't have that that same physical contact and connection with your artist. And these artists don't care about that. You know, ringtone rap. Remember the ringtone rap era? I think that really helped to fuck shit up. Yeah, I mean, it's technology we're, we're, more so than any artist. We were there for that. Yeah, exactly. You get the motherfuckers cared about being able to get 99 cents. For you to download their ringtone. And they wanted something that was going to sound good on your phone. They didn't mm-hmm, give a fuck mm-hmm. about how it sounded in your fucking ears. They yeah, wanted something that was, was going to sound list. good. And they yeah. And thank I was about to say that. Thank they fucking God. But, mm-hmm. it, but see that's the thing. Because you would think that these cats would learn from that shit. Because how many of these wow. cats that have been around for the last couple of years. Have motherfucking done some shit that we still pay attention to. We still getting hype off of motherfucking cash records taking over for the 9-9. You know what I'm saying? We still getting hype off of that shit. How many of these motherfucking ringtone rappers? Yo, I can't I, think, I can't I, think of not a single ringtone rapper whose music I revisit at all. I used to be, like, for a short period of time, I was a big millionaire fan. Like, I was like, you know what? I can respect the way this dude sounds, and I can respect this whole no cussing thing, even though I don't really give a fuck because I motherfucking cuss like a drunk motherfucking sailor. But I can respect what he's doing, sure. and he's actually not half bad. And just for some, I don't, I think I was listening to a a old school hip hop playlist on my phone uh, or in my car the other day and a song featuring uh, riding came on actually riding came on and I was like, "All right, that's what's up. And I was like, you know what? I ain't listening to this motherfucking song. I know he don't Mm -hmm. make music no more or whatever, but Hey, let me, let me, let me go ahead and listen to uh, uh, the sound of revenge. Yeah, that was a bad idea. No, oh, man. I put it on my snap and say, Y'all be, I used to love Chameleon Air. I'm going to be listening to this motherfucker the whole rest of the that day. That song
0: is corny as fuck.
2: That shit didn't, like, Chameleon Air didn't make it down Broad Street. Like, I, I started listening <laughs> on the way to Best Buy. I got out, got in Best Buy, walked around a little bit, got back in the car, Drove out, and I was like, "I what the fuck was I thinking? Wow, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good on that. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. Thanks respect I, I, I respect Millionaire's business
0: sense. It was, but, uh, yeah, it's like, thanks
2: for the memories, but I'm good. Yeah. You know, and I don't think he did it. I I, I believe that Chameleon is one of the few that actually thought that he would have staying power, and it just didn't work out for X, Y, Z reasons. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these cats nowadays, they don't even give a fuck. They're not even trying. All they care yeah. about is... Yeah, this shit's working work. for me right now. Right now. If you, could, if you could get a motherfucking wizard to go to Takashi 69 and be like, look, I'm with, look at my crystal ball, nigga. You're not going to be here in five in two, years. You're not going to have no career. You're not going to he, be here in 2021. It ain't going to change his mind. It's
0: not. No, it's not.
2: You know what? You see, fuck it. I'm hot is. right now. That's yeah. all they give a fuck about. When I talk to my son, I'm like, look, these motherfuckers ain't going to be here. I don't care, dad. They're good right now.
0: That's fine. That's fine. Let him enjoy it. Let him see. Because he hasn't been around, he hasn't been alive long enough to witness like the span of an artist's career, you know. Mm -hmm. So let him let him see it for himself. These niggas don't even know what the fucking word span means. (laughs) So, all right, fellas, anything else y'all wanted to talk about? Because we're definitely going to wrap this up.
2: (laughs) All right. Now, stay fly. You got any closing remarks about anything?
1: Nah man, it's just good to get this going again, man. Say, I, think, fuck, fuck. Nah. I think it's dope because like I think we, we was committed to, to making sure that we knocked out more than like two a year.
0: With this though, we'll be able to yeah, we'll we'll be able to do some things with this. But yeah, I want to thank everyone for joining us. This has been the fifth episode of the Best in the Mix podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash BITM podcast. And uh go ahead and give us a like, go ahead and comment subscribe share but uh yeah thank you for listening all right
2: la dee da uh,
0: no more please
2: <laughs> call me lupita